thank you for joining us here at His Hardline. You can find us at www.hisheartline.com. With God at the driver's seat, I am Jason, your co-host. You're listening to 1% or less with him. Let's get started. Good evening, ladies and gentlemen. Good evening, good afternoon, good morning, wherever you are in the world. Thank you for joining us here with 1% with him. I am Jason, your co-host, and with God and Jesus Christ at my side, because they are the host, they are the ones that are in charge of this ship, and they are at the helm steering us through these crazy chaotic waters that we call life. So welcome. Happy Monday, if there is such a thing. But, you know, in my world, it's a happy Monday. I've been feeling a little blah lately, uh, if I'm going to be completely transparent with everyone. Um, It is June 27th, 2022. We're just going to call it Blah Monday, but we're going to make it a happy Blah Monday. Um, It must be in the air. My wife's feeling it. My boss has been feeling it. I can feel other drivers have been kind of feeling a little, eh. You know, it's just one of those days, you know. I don't know. Been kind of feeling like that uh, for the last several days, as a matter of fact. Nothing bad or anything. It's just, you know, kind of feeling exhausted, right? Just feeling very exhausted, feeling beat down because of, you know, just everything that's going on. I'm sure you're all feeling the same way. You know what I mean? But we will press forward and we will enjoy this 1% with him as we spend a little time in the Bible and a little bit in prayer. And so today we're going to be reading out of. Um, 1 John chapter 2 verses 1 through 29 but before I do so I have these little four little booklets and I found them the other day in my book on my bookshelf and I was like you know I'm gonna bring these in a studio I love these so I got a couple of them one's from Zig Ziglar another one's from Jim Rohn Uh, the one in my hand is by Brian Tracy and then the fourth one is who is this uh Dennis Waitley and they're just the treasury of quotes. And I just wanted to kind of read a couple off. This one's regarding self-responsibility. I love this. And it says, uh, almost all unhappiness in life comes from the tendency to blame someone else. Very true. You are fully responsible for everything you are, everything you have, and everything you become. Self-responsibility is the core quality of the fully mature, fully functioning, self-actualizing individual. Refuse to make excuses or blame anyone for anything. And the last one I actually want to read is accept complete responsibility, both for understanding and for being understood. And that's kind of some quotes based on uh, self-responsibility. All of those are by Brian Tracy. That's one thing that we need to get back to in this nation. We need to get back to self-responsibility. We need to hold ourselves accountable again. We need to, you know, people just need to own up for their own actions and their own outcomes. Too often people seem to be quick to blame others because it's easier that way. And then this way doesn't make them look like garbage. But here's the thing. People know when you're blaming somebody else, especially when they know you're the party at fault for whatever it is that you're trying to pass the buck on to. So it really doubly makes you kind of look like an idiot. And excuse me for being a little blunt, but just kind of saying it like it is. And so we need to be better at accepting responsibility. So anyway, but going forward, just a quick show note, don't forget to share this podcast far and wide. And also, if you could, remember this website, and I'm telling you for a reason, www 
hishardline.com, hishardline.com. The reason I'm emphasizing that is because that's going to be your main centralized hub to go check out. And for whatever reason, I could possibly get kicked off. Now, the likelihood of me getting kicked off Podbean, it may happen, but not for a very long time. Like when this becomes a bigger show and more people follow it, or I say something so crazy against what they believe that they say, nope, we can't let this go on. Um, go to hishardline.com. The reason I bring that up is because Dave at X22, he got booted off plat, uh, Podbean. I don't know why. Supposedly he says that they're censoring him. I don't know the details. Not sure exactly what he did or said that kind of uh, flagged him or triggered the algorithm, if you will, to get him booted off the platform. But, you know, they were somewhat cordial about it and said you have until the 29th, which is Wednesday to kind of move all your podcast off and we're terminating your account. And I must say, you know, he did a very uh, fine, classy job at, um, well, again, back to whole self-responsibility. I mean, even though it's nothing that he may have done, possibly, um, he's taken it like a champ and he didn't create any type of drama. He didn't go on some big rant about, you know, pond being this or pond being that. He just, you know, he said, I'm going to find out where I'm going to do my next, you know, audio only platform. But in the meantime, you can find me here, here and here. Otherwise, come to, you know, x22report.com. So, so anyway, if for whatever reason I get myself booted off this platform, which hopefully will be never, um, go to hishardline.com. Okay. And then I'll have a message on there of where you can find me. Okay. So, um, that's all I got. So let's get right into the reading. So chapter two in one John. Okay. And we're going to read verses one through 29 and it reads, my children, I am writing this to you so that you may not commit sin. But if anyone does sin, we have an advocate with the father, Jesus Christ, the righteous one. He is expiation for our sins and not for our sins only, but for those of the whole world. The way we may be sure that we know him is to keep his commandments. Whoever says, I know him, but does not keep his commandments is a liar, and the truth is not with him. But whoever keeps his word, the love of God is truly perfected in him. This is the way we may know that we are in union with him. Whoever claims to abide in him ought to live just as he lived. Now, beloved, I am writing no new commandment to you, but an old commandment that you had from the beginning. And the old commandment is the word that you have heard. And yet I do write a new commandment to you, which holds true in him and among you, for the darkness is passing away. The true light is already shining. Whoever says he is in the light yet hates his brother is still in the darkness. Whoever loves his brother remains in the light, and there is nothing in him to cause a fall. Whoever hates his brother is in darkness. He walks in darkness and does not know where he is going because the darkness has blinded his eyes. I am writing to you, children, because your sins have been forgiven for his namesake. I am writing to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I am writing to you, young men, because you have conquered the evil one. I am, I write to you, children, because you know the Father. I write to you, fathers, because you know him who is from the beginning. I write to you, young men, because you are strong and the word of God remains in you, and you have conquered the evil one. Do not love the world or the things of the world. 
If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him, for all that is in the world, sensual lust, excitement for the eyes, and a pretentious life is not from the Father, but is from the world. Yet the world and its enticement are passing away, but whoever does the will of God remains forever. Children, it is the last hour, and just as you heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many Antichrists have appeared. Thus we know this is the last hour. They went out from us, but they were not really of our number. If they had been, they would have remained with us. Their desertion shows that none of them was of our number. But you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One, and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you do, and because every lie is alien to the truth. Who is the liar? Whoever denies that Jesus is the Christ. Whoever denies the Father and the Son, this is the Antichrist. No one who denies the Son has the Father, but whoever confesses the Son has the Father as well. Let what you heard from the beginning remain in you. If what you heard from the beginning remains in you, then you will remain in the Son and in the Father. And this is the promise that he made us eternal life. I write you these things about those who would deceive you. As for you, the anointing that you received from him remains in you so that you do not need anyone to teach you. But this, but excuse me, but his anointing teaches you about everything and is true and not false, just as it is just as it taught you. Remain in him. And now, children, remain in him so that when he appears, we may have confidence and not be put to shame by him at his coming. If you consider that he is righteous, you also know that everyone who acts in righteousness is begotten by him. And that concludes verses 1 through 29 in 1 John chapter 2 few things I want to unpack here. Where did I see it? Uh, let's see here. The one thing that I saw that I really liked in this reading was all right here, where it says in verse 15, do not love the world or the things of the world. If anyone loves the world, the love of the Father is not in him for all that is in the world, sensual lust, enticement for the eyes, and a pretentious life is not from the Father, but is from the world. I love this line because, uh, these two lines, excuse me, these two verses, 15 and 16, because, um, well, that used to be me. You know, I was full of sensual lust. I mean, listen, you're talking about a guy who used to DJ and was in and out of nightclubs. I was always partying, always drinking, smoked a lot, smoked a lot of them left-handed cigarettes, if you know what I mean. I mean, I... I I mean, what can I say? It was a very, very sinful life. And yes, there was a, a part of me that I definitely knew that. I knew that it wasn't, you know, in line with, you know, God. And, you know, yes, I believed in God and I believed in Jesus Christ. But did I um, did I invite him on a daily basis in my heart or heck, even on a yearly basis? No, no, I never thought about it because I never knew that's what you had to do. But nonetheless, the lifestyle that I led was definitely these three things that it talked about right here. Sensual lust, for sure. Enticement for the eyes, absolutely. I mean, what else are you going to look at when you're in a nightclub? I mean, just being honest. And a pretentious life. Yeah, you better believe I lived a pretentious life. A huge pretentious life. Had a big ego. Had a lot of pride. 
And I believe, if I'm not mistaken, pride is one of the seven deadly sins. So, yeah, but I had a lot of that. And I'm glad it did not take me off this earth, to be quite honest with you. But, you know, but now, now, now that I have stumbled quite a bit and almost was on the verge of losing my marriage on multiple occasions because of my heavy drinking, you know, especially during the COVID 2020 year, you know, when everybody was cooped up and nobody had really anything else to do. Yeah, you better believe I drank a lot. But once I started turning to the Bible and I started really reading and asking Christ, okay, well, I'm like, Christ, you really, I need you. Okay, I'm a broken man. And I'm starting to realize that I can't fix myself on my own. I, and I, I'm not going to go to a counselor and spend hundreds of dollars per hour for sessions that may last three, four, five years. I mean, I've, I've met people that do counseling and hardly ever come out of it at the end of it because they're still, you know, they want to, they're, 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 you know, psychiatrists want to keep, you know, wants to keep making money. And if you're, you know, and if you're, you know, a psychiatrist or, a, you know, psychologist, I should say, you know, and you're, you know, that's how you make your living. I'm sorry. I hope I don't offend you, but, you know, I'm being real. Okay. These are the people that I've talked to that have seen, you know, doctors and, you know, for marital counseling and, you know, they go two, three, four years later and yet still the same issues are rising up. Why? Okay. Why? Nothing's getting fixed. But I'll tell you what, when I opened up the book, that book being God's book. And spent 15 minutes plus every day, which is why this show is called 1% with him. Because I believe every day we need to spend at least 15 minutes minimum with our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. Because it's through him that bridges us to the Father. And when we have Christ in our heart and we invite Christ every day. Okay, and don't get me wrong. There's days I forget and I feel it those days. I could feel Satan trying to find a crack to get into. It's those days that I feel extra down. When I don't make a conscious effort to do that. So it's so important. This is why I do this podcast. This is the primary reason why I do the podcast, ladies and gentlemen. It's not because of the assembly. It's not because I want to try to get my numbers so high so I can become like the next Joe Rogan. It has nothing to do with that. I just want to be a living testimony to my other brothers and sisters out there in Christ. And let you know, listen, if Christ can do what he has done and is still doing in me, a, a, a guy who partied in and out of nightclubs for eight, nine years, lived a pretentious life, was very lustful, was a, a huge consumer of um, viewing pornography. It's embarrassing to say, but I'm just going to say it. It's a very embarrassing subject, but I don't mind talking about it. Because these are very real issues that people have on a daily basis. We cannot be, we cannot fall in love with the things of this world. Because if we are, then that means we don't have the Father within us. And as it says in verse 17, yet the world and its enticements are passing away. But whoever does the will of God remains forever. And that's kind of what I'd like to do. I wouldn't mind remaining forever, you know. I mean, not on this earth, but, you know, in heaven. God willing. And, and the one thing, let's see, let me, there's something else that I found that was very um, noteworthy. Where did I read it? Um, let's see here. I think it's right after verse 18. Children, it is the last hour. And just as you heard that the Antichrist was coming, so now many Antichrists, plural, Antichrist, have appeared. 
Thus, we know this is the last hour and they went out from us, but they were not really of our number. If they had been, they would have remained with us. Their desertion shows that none of them was of our number. Where did I read it? There is something here that I really see. But you have but you have the anointing that comes from the Holy One and you all have knowledge. I write to you not because you do not know the truth, but because you do. And because every lie is alien to the truth. Absolutely. Who is the liar? Whoever denies the G- that Jesus is the Christ. And whoever, there it is, this is what I was looking for. And whoever denies the Father and the Son, this is the Antichrist. Well, I don't know. I tell you, it seems like in D.C. we got a lot of Antichrist because, you know, I'm in, and I, as I talked to Donna Brandenburg every Friday, she just had someone last week, uh, what was it, last week, Thursday or Wednesday? Wherever she was at, she was at a hearing and, or somewhere, not a hearing. She was somewhere where there were some other people within the Michigan GOP. And somebody told her, you, it was a retired congressman, as a matter of fact, a retired Michigan congressman told her, you need to stop talking about God in Jesus Christ. You need to play nice if you're going to make it in this world of politics. And, and she flat out told him, I'm not here to play nice. And I will not stop talking about God and Jesus Christ. I'm sorry, not sorry. See, that's what we have to, this is what we're going up against, are the evil principalities of this world. And a lot of it's in D.C. And forgive my, again, my language, I believe it or not, it's actually really clean compared to what it used to be. But I don't consider D.C. as the District of Columbia. I call it the devil's crap hole. Honestly, that's D.C. to me. Because that is built up on a Luciferian satanic order. And quite frankly, nobody really knows this, but this is fact. It's not public knowledge because they want to hide this fact, but this is actual fact. D.C. is a foreign country. Okay? that D.C. is no different than Spain. It's a foreign country. And so anyway, I felt that it was important to read this because I read this chapter this morning, chapter 2. Like I said, it's in 1 John, chapter 2. Verses 1 through 29, there's a lot of good noteworthy things that were in here. Um, There was a couple things that I thought was very interesting, but I cannot find it, of course. But, um, you know, here's here's the end result. Here's, Here's the bottom line. Spend 15 minutes at minimum, at minimum, all right, reading the Gospels or reading the Bible just a little bit. Even if it doesn't have to be a full chapter, just something. Spend 15 minutes reading. And then spend a little time praying and collectively between the two, at least 15 minutes. And if you, you know, if it's, if it's hard for you to, you know, collect 15 minutes, you know, or keep track, set a timer on your phone. But once you get lost with God, it shouldn't be that hard to spend 15 minutes with him. In fact, sometimes when I do, it's like next day, I know it's like, man, 45, 50 minutes later. I'm like, oh man, I got stuff I got to do because I have a lot of stuff I need to do. I believe it or not, I'm very hard pressed for time that I shouldn't even be doing these podcasts because I'm trying to make sure I create a happy medium with my family between the assembly and doing this podcast, working 12 hours a day, hauling fuel for a big oil company. I mean, I got a lot I got to do plus gardening. I got some stuff I got to do after I get done with these podcasts. I mean, I'm very hard pressed, but, but Christ has to come first because that's how important it is. It comes before the job. It comes before the family. It comes before the house, the garden, everything. It comes before everything. Because without Christ, you got nothing else. I hope I've drilled that point home enough. But anyway, 
We're going to end this with a prayer. Heavenly Father, I thank you so very much for all the things that you give us and bless us, things that we don't even need, things that you probably roll your eyes at us about and just say, child, you do not need that to be happy. And you're absolutely right. There are things that we have, possessions that we own that we really don't need, but we do thank you for them nonetheless. We thank you for different, you know, comfort, creature comforts that most people don't have in the world, like, I don't know, central air and heat when it's cold running water, electricity, and thank you for this platform here to try to get your word out there. Now I understand why Jesus said in John chapter 14, when he says, you will, you know, you will do works, you know, you will do better works than I, because I am going to the father. I understand what he's saying, because not that he was saying that we were going to hold divine powers like he did and create miracles, but, you know, because of the times that we're in, where we have technology to reach more people, I think that's what he meant. And so I thank you for the internet and for these computers to reach more people than what Christ could have ever done. All while sitting in the studio and I don't have to walk from town to town. So I thank you for that because that to me is what greater works than these look like that he did. And so I just continue to pray that we'll always be on this platform. We don't get booted off like some people. And we just thank you again for another day of life and good health and for our families. We pray all of this in your Holy Son's name, Jesus Christ. Amen. And so that is all I have for 1% with him. Like I said, that was 1 John chapter 2, verse 1 through 29. And I'm going to be back here in just a, a minute or two. So long Podbean cooperates with me. It seems like whenever I try to do a second podcast following one already that was completed, it likes to lag and slow down. But I'm going to be doing a uh, his line quick look. And so I'll be back. But until then. Or the next time, I hope you all have a great night. Have a blessed day. I want to say thank you again for joining us here at His Heart Line. You just listened to 1% or less with him. Don't forget you can find us at www.hisheartline.com. We look forward to seeing you next time. Have a blessed day.